0: Public Hearing, an Auburn City news podcast brought to you by the Auburn Plainsman. I'm Miley, podcast editor for the Auburn Plainsman. Today I'm joined with Evan Mealens, editor in chief.
1: Hey, Mai. Thanks for having me on today.
0: Yeah, thanks so much for coming, Evan. Of course. So, as a student of the university and a journalist, you're kind of seeing the effects of COVID firsthand in your daily life, going to classes, and also writing about it on a weekly, daily basis. Right. What is it looking like?
1: Yeah. If you walk around campus, I would say to most students, it feels about the same, except for when they're inside. When they're inside, they're supposed to be wearing masks. You have also heard some professors take issue with that, saying, hey, these kids actually aren't wearing masks when they're inside. They leave the classroom, maybe they go eat, but they keep the mask off. That has become an issue with professors. But back to the main question, campus roughly feels about the same. You know, we're having football next week and basically nothing has changed. Masks aren't required in Jordan-Hare Stadium. You know, it's back at full capacity. Pretty much in in that way, things are the same. And you talk to some professors and some are worried. Some aren't worried about that. Some are starting to feel a little unsafe maybe, or feel like they're not quite sure what to do when a student does test positive in their class. Uh, There's a lot of uncertainty for sure. And there's a lot of things we don't know.
0: And what about in Auburn? What's it like?
1: Yeah. So if you talk to any nurses or doctors at East Alabama Medical Center and East Alabama Medical Center Lanier, such as John Atkinson, who is the spokesperson for East Alabama Health, things are not looking great. They're definitely feeling a little bit worried. It's very intense over there. And from what I can tell, it looks very stressful. I recently watched a video with YAMC showing off their COVID infusion clinic where, you know, they're infusing people with monoclonal antibodies to help them uh, recover from COVID-19, which is something they're doing with more and more and more people as time goes on to... um, Make them feel better. Overall, in the community, things are roughly the same, but once you're inside the hospital, things don't look great.
0: So, more specifically, what are the numbers looking like?
1: So, the first week, there were 424 cases reported to the university, and the next week, there were 360. And once again, that's all students, employees that report to the university that they've tested positive for COVID 19. Now that's something that they're all required to do by the university, and it is a violation. They uh, report you to student conduct, I believe if you if they somehow find out you don't. but you know, I talk with Dr. Fred Cam and he says those numbers are definitely an underestimation, and um, th- there's more people out there that are positive and may not know it or know it and haven't reported it um So it's kind of hard to really tell. We have quite a few people in quarantine housing right now at the university. We had last week 13 and a half people on average in isolation housing, which is for people who have tested positive for COVID-19. They are kept in the hill on campus, and this is specifically for on-campus residents. And we had really less than one on average per day in quarantine housing, which is for people who have been exposed, but have not tested positive themselves. There are different ways you can quarantine. You have an option of whether or not you want to move into the Hill. You don't necessarily have to. Some people don't have to, but that's really the, the main points of the numbers for campus.
0: And what about in the community? What are the numbers looking like there?
1: At East Alabama Medical Center, Hospitalizations have dropped within the past couple of days. We saw them hit 80 on this last Sunday, and they've fallen to 71 as of the 31st. So you're seeing a little bit of a decrease. I don't think anybody really knows how long that's going to continue because at the same time, 22 people are in ventilators as of the 31st, and that is a record high um it's a, actually it's high for the record high during the peak. So I guess what you're really seeing is th- the cases are getting more more severe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: While cases are not necessarily peaking, the severity of them, uh, I would say is because the intensive care unit is very full. It is um, full across the entire state, you know, they are actually overfilled. So the numbers in the community aren't aren't great, I would say.
0: So what's the vaccination rate looking like sort of across Auburn as a whole?
1: Mm -hmm. So really the best data we have is about Lee County. Um, The most recent data I've seen shows that 35% of people in Lee County have been fully vaccinated and 43% have gotten at least one dose of the vaccine, which is much better than it was in the summer. I think that's a few percentage points up. And on campus, it's really hard to know. So we have had about... 5,800 students, 5,900 students register for the vaccine incentive program. You know, you might get a prize, whatever. You don't have to show proof of vaccination then, but you do down the line. So you're really wasting your time if you sign up and you're not registered. But, you know, most likely that that is an underestimation as well, because maybe some people don't know about it. It takes a little bit of time to go sign up. And whenever you're dealing with something like that, I think it's probably safe to say that a little bit more than that has been vaccinated.
0: Right, yeah.
1: Hi, I'm Evan Mealens, editor-in-chief of the Auburn Plainsman. Here's your news for the week. On Wednesday, the Board of Trustees announced that they are looking for a new president. The official search process has begun, and the Board of Trustees has unanimously selected a consulting firm to search for the new president. During the second week of classes, 360 cases of COVID-19 were reported on campus by students or employees. During the first Auburn University Senate meeting of the 2021 academic year, they were told that the upcoming budget for next year will be the biggest in university history, around $1.5 billion. In sports news, Anna Haddock earned top drawer soccer honors for her performance during the first few games of the season. Now back to the show.
0: So what are some of the effects of the spread of this virus throughout the year?
1: Right. So I think beyond just the normal personal health effects that you're seeing, there are other effects and businesses, thankfully, are starting to rebound, I think, but it's probably still not as good as it has been in years, years past. Um, a few local schools have started closing. Um, and in Auburn City Schools, Opelika City Schools, Lee County Schools, they all require masks. And Lee County schools are the only ones that have had to go online, and this is on a school-by-school basis, but that is something that you're seeing. Um, like I mentioned, on campus, you have um, people staying in isolation and quarantine housing. That keeps them out of classes for 10 days most of the time. So there's a lot of different ways that this virus is affecting everyone and you know the things that everyone wants to do. But right in front of me, those are the things that I'm seeing right now.
0: Yeah, definitely. So how is it looking in the future?
1: I think it really depends on who you ask. I talked to Dr. Cam at the medical clinic recently, and after the first week of case data came out for the university, he said, I expect it to continue to rise for the next three weeks. Thankfully, in the second week, that number actually went down, but... Who knows what's going to happen this week or next week? Um, I think it's very unpredictable. But one thing we do know is that um, not as many people are vaccinated as they need to be for us to achieve herd immunity. And once again, we're having these large in-person events. And I know everybody wants football, but um, I think we need to understand that there is a risk associated with that. And we really don't know what's going to happen afterwards. I think most doctors and scientists will say it's not going to get better because we're doing that, you know? Um, But I don't want to give like some sort of prediction just given that I don't know, you know? Right. Yeah.
0: This has been Public Hearing, an Auburn City News podcast brought to you by the Auburn Plainsman. I'm Mai Lee podcast editor for The Plainsman. Signing off. See you next week.